Evening, boys and girls. TMA Friday Night Live in association with the Watford Football Club, former Players Club. Get on over to facebook.com forward slash TMA Players. Uh, let's get all your opinions, predictions and everything else in between uh, for this weekend's game. Massive, massive game as ever uh, away at Sheffield United um, at Bramwell Lane. Uh, joined um, by Super Danny Iron, the original, um, the one and only. Um, evening, yeah. mate. Evening, mate. You okay? Yeah, good, mate. I was trying to rival the um, introduction you usually give me, mate. Uh, I, haven't just, I haven't quite hit it yet. So. I, I only speak the truth, mate. So, <laughs> so do I, mate. Um, sometimes <laughs> lies, but that was certainly yeah. the truth um, spelt, uh, uh, spoken there, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you. we were talking when we um, just before we went live, mate. But this is this is a massive game. But like you said, um, very, even bigger... Um, if you can say it, for um, Sheffield United at the moment. Yeah, because obviously, as we all know, they've, they've lost their last two games, so it's probably their, if you like, their worst run of the season. Um, but then that's probably how how high Sheffield United set the standards this season. You know, they've been they've been up there with Burnley. I think it's that Burnley's sort of running away with it now, I think, you know, especially being champions and Mid- Middlesbrough are on Sheffield United's toes. And it's, just, it's so frustrating because where Middlesbrough are, that could have easily been us. Yes, obviously we we have had these injuries, but still the performances you know haven't been up, up, up to what we hoped they would have been. But um, yeah, it's I think like I said to you off camera, I think the pressure's on Sheffield United. They've lost the last two games. They're at home. They need to win because Middlesbrough are, are, are right on their toes. So pressure's all on them to win. So we've really we've got nothing to lose. Of course, three points. You know you want to get three points, but we've got yeah, nothing nothing to fear really because. Pressure's all going to be on them. Their fans are expecting them to, to, to bounce back. And we just have to take advantage of that. Ho- hopefully, um, invite some mistakes on their on their half and then we'll um, hopefully get the win. Mm, yeah, exactly, mate. And uh, yeah, you're completely right. You know, two defeats, uh, four points in front of Middlesbrough. Okay, they've got a game in hand. But they only lost one game since... Um, 17 games, I think 16 games in. They've been, yeah, really three defeats since the 16th game in. So that's, um, let's have a look. So, yeah, up to the point where they lost the two games, they've had, was it they won five? No, no, one, one, eight, drew two, and then they they lost the last two. So, yeah, like you said, pressure's on them. We're going there with two results where we've really, if you look, look on the surface of it, we've worked really, really hard in both games. Okay, four points as well, which is massive, massive positive. We got another. We finally got another win at home, a battling and very unlucky not to get a win at Burnley. So we can see the chinks in Burnley's armour there, certainly displayed um, last week. Uh, Sheffield United shouldn't hold us too much fear in terms of if we go. What I mean is, if we go there with the same work ethic and have a bit of luck there. I can't see why we can't get something out of it. And I'm not. I'm taking away the two defeats out of this as well. I'm not just saying it because they've lost two and we've got four points out of the last two. I really do think if we show the right application, we can actually get a win win tomorrow. I'm absolutely certain yeah. of that. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. But, you but, no, I say you're right, but we say this every single week, you know, uh, 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 on it, Watford side, so a Watford side that's on it, um, like every player is, can beat any, absolutely anybody in this division. But we just, you know, it's, it's like a broken record. We say this every single week on this podcast and, and other, other, you know, social medias. We just have to be on it. We haven't been on it enough this season, which is why we're we're sort of fighting to get in the playoffs. But you know, we we are we are getting players back now, which is positive. Billy just said, you know, the squad's getting a lot thicker, which is a good thing. 
it, it can only be a good thing to have, to have these players coming back. You know, losers getting back to full fitness. I mean, it's said before, but you got to shout out Semer, King, King Ken on Monday. Outrage, outrage performance. Um, I, I said it to everyone. I said to all my friends, when Ken, when Ken Semer's playing, it makes us a better side. I've, I've always believed that. You know, if we had ele- we had eleven, well, ten, ten outfielders, Ken Semmers would be, um, yeah, would would be in a lot um, healthier position. So, um, yeah, let's con- let's continue it tomorrow. Yeah, how how important is Ken to that side? I mean, he, like you, you pretty much he's answered massive. the question already, haven't you? Yeah, he's massive. Sorry, he's, he's huge. Like, like I said, I think I might have said to you last week. I don't understand the the stick Semmer gets. I really understand it because what what. What um what fans demand is hundred percent commitment effort, and that's what Ken Semmer gives you every single week, week and week out. Even even if he's not his you know best, he he will still he will still chase after balls. He'll still still run run after run after ball, run after loose balls. He'll still put put the odd pretty uh, brilliant crosser here and there. So I just I absolutely love Ken Semmer, and, and quite rightly he's get he's getting blowed. because it was a fantastic performance on Monday. Mm, absolutely mate if there are loads of people messaging in already thank you ever so much guys and girls keep them keep them coming every single every single message even if we get we get 50 to even if we just get one absolutely amazing thank you very very much Stan B says evening gents how's the evening guys um Robbie Allen evening got a good evening guys he says I think a one all draw tomorrow uh Halsey I reckon a one all draw tomorrow similar to Burnley game uh we've got another one one uh, away win tomorrow, lads. That's from the legend Sam Steadman. Uh, Mr. Gary Iron, congratulations on um being a granddad, up and coming granddad. <laughs> mate. Um, like, don't, don't say granddad, he'll, he'll have your head off. He'll have, love you, for garters. It's Pappy. Was he what? Not was he? Was he? What did he be called? It, Pappy, not granddad. Pappy. Okay, well done, granddad Gary. Um, he <laughs> 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 thinks this will be a tough game and I feel like we should drop um, Davies and play our new striker. I think uh, we'll be more suited for that game. I'll get your opinion on that in a minute, mate, because mm. that's what something that you said um, before we went live. Dave said, evening, guys. We we have to beat Sheffield United. They've been well off form. Do you think if we get if we beat um, we get beat, Bilic will get sacked. Only asking, as a few fans have mentioned this, said the West Brom results saved him. Uh, hi, everyone. That's from um, Michael. Evening, mate. Um, Mr. Austin saying, hi, the ladder's in the building. Dave said, agree with Gary Iron. Gary Iron, drop the lump, Davis. Poor man's Dini. He's not good enough for this level. Play the Portuguese striker or loser up front with Pedro. Um, Mr. Iron says, so um so Hartley, when he did his interview on Monday, did not know he had a stutter. Yeah, no, absolutely hats off to Semmer for doing that. I've got one of my best mates has got a stutter and she struggled with that for years. So complete respect for King Ken for doing that. Um, Mr. Rogers says, uh, may get a 2-1 pitch predictor. Well done, mate. Robbie Allen's laughing at the granddad thing as well. Yeah, so congratulations, Gary, on being a granddad, mate. Well done. Happy! Papu! Okay, so um, th- this is what I'd like to say. You've said this before uh, before we went live, but um, Gary's saying this. I think, uh, should we drop Davis um, for, um, I, I can't pronounce his name, go on, you, you can do it. But Aruz, I, I, th- I think he'd no. come out and did an interview. I think he's, he's pronounced Aruz, so we'll go with Aruz. Um, yeah. yeah, I would. Um, but like, like I said to you off camera, Davis, he could have easily had a hat-trick on Monday. He really could have. You know, he missed that chance in the first half where I think they made a mistake in defence. Ball fell to Davis and he sort of, he kind of hit it straight to keeper. Um, 
And I think he, uh, yeah, he could have had two more goals in the second half. He was really unlucky. You know, if he'd have scored one of them, two of them, we'd, we'd all been saying, what a fantastic game Davis had. It's just as a striker, you just on goals. Unfortunately, he hasn't, I don't think he scored since the Luton game, which is a lot, quite a long time, you know, for a striker not to score. So, might be, might be time for him to, you know, just, just step aside. Let's, let's give a Roos a run of games. He hasn't really, you know, we've, we only signed him since, since January. Um, we haven't really seen much of him. I think he started against Red in the league. Did okay. You know, I think he set up, set up um, the first goal. Um, so this might be the game for him, you know, but we need to play play to his strengths because he's a completely different player to Davis. Davis is, you know, he likes the ball into feet to spin off players, you know, hold, hold players off. Whereas Aruz seems to be the player that needs to run onto things. We need to play to his strengths. There's no good playing these long hoof balls up to Ruse because, not be funny, he'll do his best, but he's not going to be able to hold hold people off like Davis can. So um, I would give Ruse a start tomorrow, but we have to play to his strengths. Mm, yeah, Robbie's saying D- Davis lacks confidence at the moment. Would would drop in and make it worse. Catch twenty two. Um, if we're bringing on a Ruse, you've got to change slightly how you play with mm. Davis. And like you said, we he, you know he does get a lot of stick, but he does bring other players into the game. He does make himself a nuisance up there. Okay, he was bought for goals. Granted that. I completely agree with anyone's opinion if they come out and say that to me. Um, But there's a totally... You change slightly, not a complete overhaul, but I think we'll need to change slightly in how we we treat a ruse. And like you, I completely agree. You can't lump balls to him. You've got to play to feet or... You play him off someone like Davis, who can do all the do all the dirty work, shall we say? Hold the ball up and create create that extra man that's going to obviously try and isolate Davis for him to run on um, mm. and get into that pockets of space. But when da- I mean, Davis gets a lot of stick from you know he's not flicking on balls, da- Deeney got the same sort of stick when we were putting long balls up to him. You need someone to feed off those long balls. So if he's flicking them on, the players around him need to be uh, as intelligent enough to be there to pick up these loose balls. Because, I mean, yeah, when you're watching it firsthand, it does look like that he's completely useless. But I think a lot of it's down to the understanding of the players that are, are playing around him as well. So I think in his defence, I think there needs to be a bit more um, bit more telepathy with the other players, um, to be fair. But, yeah, I, 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 my stance with that is I don't think it will do him too much bad dropping him for a game, just giving a rouge a go. Um, and, you know, he, he's he's been around. It's not like he's an 18-year-old who's just started. He's not like Adamayu, and if you dropped him, it may knock his confidence. You know, he's been around the block. He knows what this game's about. So if he does get dropped or even put on the bench, he knows that if he comes back on, um, he comes on, say, like with 20, 30 minutes to go, then he needs to make his mark and he needs to put in putting even more of a shift and, you know, put himself out there to say, look, you shouldn't have dropped me. I need to be starting next game, i.e. score or set up a goal. So, look, like Ken Semmer's done. King Ken, you know, t- last two games, was he? Technically, well, I mean, people would debate this. He scored two goals and set up one in two games. So, that's the kind of impact we need. So, if Davis gets um, put on the bench, if he can if he can replicate something as similar to that, then, yeah, it certainly would work for, for Bilic, mate. Yeah, yes, it's a, like you said. It, it's a team game, you know, and you know that footballers are all human. They have, they have, you know, bad bad runs of form, like we all do. We have bad patches in life. Davis, unfortunately, he's he's having a little bit of a little bit of a tight time at the moment. But you just think all, all Davis Davis, I think, needs is just one goal, and then I think he'll be off and running. He just need one one of them 
all all up, all he needed was one of them to go in on Monday. He would have, you know, we'd be sitting and saying, "Oh, what what a game Davis had!" Like like I said, so um, yeah. But no, I would I would give Arusha go tomorrow, and then the only way for Davis um to sort of repay us is you know come on and just and just show show why you shouldn't have been dropped. Mm, mm. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Thieker, evening, Greg. He says, um, with the physicality of Sheffield United, 100% it will be Davis. Tony Day says, evening, fellas. Um, Morris or Kamara? I'd go for Morris every time. Kamara goes wandering, in my opinion. Hard earned win for the Hornets tomorrow, as long as our players stay fit for 90 plus minutes. Uh, Robbie saying, play him like a Dini Iggy type thing. Uh, good point, mate. Um, Mr. Thorpe says, are you happy with a draw tomorrow? Um, even happier with a win, mate. But yeah, draws not the end of the world. Certainly not. Um, Mr. Weaver says, is it true Watford have sold over 3,000 tomorrow? Um, you're certainly going, mate, like you always mm. do. Um, ha- and hats off to you once again. Um, firstly, do you expect us to bring a full full quota up there? I'm not saying doubting we would. And um, Morris or Kamara again? That's the debate that's been Morris, going on. Morris all day yeah. now. Morris all day, I think. But you have got to look at it like Kamara, I think going forward, I think he's better than Morris because he he's, he offers more pace. But Kamara, every time you watch him defend, he's always out of position. You know, he's um but what gets what 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 why he recovers so well is because he's he's actually really quick getting back in position. But I think Morris is he's just a natural defender. I think when where I think Morris can struggle is he's not blessed with pace. So if you've got someone quick alongside him. So if you've got a right winger that's really quick, I think Morris can struggle, which which is when you'd probably tend to prefer Kamara. But I think as a as a you know, if you're left back, you're a defender. So Morris is for me is a better defender and he's more reliable. I think each game Morris plays get better and better. And I think it wasn't with Ken Semmer on Monday. I think Morris could have easily got man a match. I thought he was brilliant on Monday. I really do. The mm, Morris Morris's distribution's been excellent. I've been a I've been I've been a fan of his ever since the Blackpool game. Um, his distribution, his defensive awareness uh, for a guy as young as him and as really inexperienced as him, and that's not mean to be knocking him, but the lack of game time, he's showing um, a maturity far beyond um, his years at the moment. And l- let's hope it let's hope it continues with him because, like Stan said, Morris is the future. Um, mm. Dave, I'm drinking Hobgoblin, mate. I've got one of these. So my positive outcome for tomorrow is not based on how much I'm drinking. Um, it's a bit of a beer of the week. Um, sorry, Darren, but it's a Hobgoblin. It's my favourite one. I used to get the rum one, but that one's a little bit, little bit better, mate. I'm usually on the Trooper. Um, I'm maiden beer. You know you you know you're the best band in the world when you've got a beer named after you, mate. Um <laughs> Dino will refute that, but um Metallica got a wine, not a beer. So there you go, mate. Um <laughs> yeah, Morris hundred percent every time. Um yeah, Mark Mr. Weaver's going as well. He said he'll see you there. Um <laughs> Including you, Danny. Everyone who's going up, um, have a safe trip and obviously a safe trip back um, tomorrow as well. Uh, Mr. Wadham says, see you there um, as well. Uh, I'm going for a 2 2 draw. That's from Mr. Austin. Um, Robbie's saying Kamara is injured. Um, I yeah. think even if he isn't injured, um, I'll, I'll stick with Morris, um, certainly because he's long term and yeah, Kamara's mm. going back. I think, yeah, I agree with you with Kamara, mate. Attacking what going forward. Um, he, he does offer a bit more, but like you said, defensively, we need stability with those fullbacks because especially Sheffield United, physical, quick on the counter-attack and Dai being their their best player, 
very good, very good player. We saw glimpses of how good he was first game of the season. So certainly attacking-wise, they're going to offer a very, very um, potent threat tomorrow, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And also, while we're on the subject of defenders, I've got to say, Mario Gaspar, is, we're starting to see the best of him now. I just think he, he started off he started off quite slow in the Watford Probably wasn't up to the standard of championship. But now I think he's had an awful lot of runner games now. Obviously, he had that spell in centre mid, which I think has actually helped him. And it's helped us in the long run. You know, he can, he's so experienced. And I just think on, on on Monday, he was brilliant. I think each game is getting better and better. And I think he, he, he can now be, you know, making that right back position. His own. You know, we've got Ferreira to come back, who I thought was... <clears throat> Excuse me, Poigan was playing playing quite well. So, but you know, while Gaspar's playing well, you don't drop Gaspar. So, yeah, shout out to Mario Gaspar. Yeah, let's go for the. Let's get everyone's uh, obviously score predictions. Let's get some lineup predictions, people. Let's get get these out. We're going to talk about it now, and we'll give our personal opinion. I'm pretty much um, nailed on with Danny um, with the with the. Uh, line up like we're like I'm usually am every week. Every time he puts his line up, I can't really argue with it. But obviously. In goal, um, I think we both agree Batman is at the 100% certainty. That's pretty much given. Um, right back, Gaspar, um, Hoot, um, Porteous, and then we've got Morris. Yep. Yep. Um, centre midfield, you've gone for loser and Chowdhury. I think that's probably yep. my two choices. Yep. Um, what we got? We going with a 4-3-3 or yeah. a 4-2-3-1? You'd have, well, either, either already, you'd have, you'd have probably Pedro, Pedro number 10, as he always plays. You'd have Semmer, Someone on the left, sound on the right, and then I would go to Rouge tomorrow instead of Davis. Mm, I think there's a good point where Greg was saying with the physicality mm, of Sheffield United, then you'll probably start with Davis and mm. then possibly put a Rouge on. But um, you could have a change of pace and keep uh, put a Rouge on. So yeah, I'll go for four. Uh, I'll go for the um, four-two-three-one, and like I say, you can switch it up. Four-three-three is the same, pretty much the same thing. Um, Stan says I have a feeling we will be more solid defence tomorrow, which means it ends up nil-nil. Uh, it will be a tough two-one win, but feel it will be a draw. Um, and it's Pappy. Yeah, no, Old Granddad. Old well, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, I've taken over the name of me. Um, I used to call me Granddad Gar, so um, he's, uh -huh. he passed away two or three weeks ago. So uh, I've taken over that. So my um, granddaughter calls me Gar Gar now. Uh, she mm. said it once. So yeah. um, Granddad, I don't mind. I don't mind Gary being called Granddad. So um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're both getting old, fella. Um, yeah. So I'm just looking at the stats here. And I'll see if I can share that up in a minute. But um, before I do that, big shout out to the um, to the youth. Um, this afternoon, they unfortunately went down 3-2 at home to Swansea um, in the Professional Development League. Uh, I'll see if I can flick that up in a minute. But um, yeah, a few plays. I think Blakey got a double um, today. They were playing at the Vic. Um, we're all getting old. That's from Mr. Weaver. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you, do you expect to see any of the youth um, sneaking in anymore now to the end of the season? Or do you think that's pretty much the... Uh, until at least the end of the season, that's um, that's all she wrote with the youth, and just let them just get the experience um, playing in the um, playing in the under twenty ones now. Yeah, I mean, obviously that that run of games where we, we had to sort of call it the kids. We have really no choice. We literally, I didn't have a squad, so I think now you've got players coming back. Obviously, of course, it would be nice to see you know one or two, you know, be in the squad. But I just think now now we we slowly get the footy strength squad back. You can't really see any of the kids, you know, coming into it. Um, 
but again, you know, it's nice. You know, we've we've, we've had the Adi Adi Yay moment this season. We had the kids playing against Reading, so um, but no, I, I, you'd go with obviously you just go with our stronger squad now from now to the end of the season. Mm, exactly. Just showing you Blakey's goal goal here. Um, I'll get play? that. <laughs> there you go. Here we go. Yeah, no, like you said, what a player, mate. I mean, how impressed yeah. are you with Blakey and a few other the players coming through this season? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, we've touched upon it before, but I think Richard Johnson and uh, Jimmy Grinigan have a huge, huge part, huge part to play in that. You know, the, the academy boys look up to him. They've been through the academy at Watford, so they know what's it about. So, full credit to them. Mm, absolutely, mate. Uh, let's get a uh, let's get a few other things on here. So. Let's see if I can find some more goals here. But definitely, um, they're actually, to be fair as well, and I was trying to, I mean, luckily I was off today, so I was keeping an eye on this, keeping track of this. And um, shame I didn't nip over there. I just couldn't get over there in time. But um, yeah, they were 2-0 down at half time. So spirited fight back from the youth. And like you said, with um, what Jono and Jimmy and Omar and uh, all the guys, um, guys and girls over there have worked so hard um, to get their motor in, fantastic Fantastic for them, uh, definitely. And uh, the women won. Um, the women's team won in midweek as well. Um, so well, well done to them. We'll give you a more in-depth review tomorrow of their uh, their um, their win as well. And the fixture coming up um, Sunday. So we'll um, give you talking points on the women's game uh, tomorrow. So give them a bit of exposure. And also just look out for TMA Sunday Live every week. Uh, last ten minutes is always moves. Um, talk about non-league review and especially uh, the women's side of the game as well. So, um, big shout out to Moobs for that. Um, yeah, wh what do you think of Avi Gracia joining um, Leeds? Uh, will he keep him up? I know it's not really Watford related, but one one manager that both of us um, really, really liked, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I actually think that I'll probably speak on behalf of a lot of Watford fans, really. Um, Graham Sanders, obviously, he's the god, any, but I think one after Grand Teddy is Javi Garcia, you know, you, you, you say, you know, second most successful manager, you know, successful in terms of what he brought to Watford, he, you know, didn't, of course he didn't win any trophies, but, you know, when he took over Marcus Silva, we was in, we was in a complete mess, you know, the way Silva left this, you know, we could, we could go on all day, how he left him, you know, that's gone. Um, so how he left this um, was, was a mess. He come inside, he stabilised, stabilised the side, I remember his first home game was that four-one win against four-one win against Chelsea, which was phenomenal. Kept us up that season. Honestly, kept us up really, really comfortably as well. And of course, we we know what happened the season after. You know, the start of the season, the eighteen nineteen season. What was it? We won five out of five. Well, four four in the Prem and then one in the in the League Cup. So he won his first five games. We were sort of level on level level with the first place. And then, of course, we ended the season with an FA Cup final. Of course, it didn't end how we wanted to do, but what a remarkable season. Um, what a guy, what a man. Um, I think if Lee's could have appointed, I don't think they could appoint anyone better, really, for the job. He's been there, done it. He knows how to keep teams in the Prem. He's a humble guy. He's a lovely guy. But I also think he's got a bit a bit of fight to him, which he won't which he won't stand for any nonsense. I think the Lee's players will respect him. Um, they'll work for him. enough, And more importantly, I think they will stay in the Prem because of him. Mm, exactly. Neil Austin's saying now, Javi will keep them up if they listen to him and play his way. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, just like to echo what you said. And like, like you said, first game was the Chelsea game. Fantastic win. Um, yeah, he's, he's the second most successful manager behind GT. 
And I love him for the fact that he got us to an FA Cup final. OK, it didn't work out um, as well as we like, but it was a fantastic journey. Almost got into Europe, um, two avenues, FA Cup and also um, just petering away at the end of the season. It's just a shame he wasn't back um, the season after. But yeah. look, we talked we talked about this to death. But we, we all know that he never should have gone in the first place anyway. But um, yeah, shame just... Good luck, good luck to him at Leeds. I, I really do think he can be a success. I think Leeds will let him um, stamp his authority on that team, a bit like Jesse Marsh tried to do. And um, yeah, I'm confident that they'll certainly put up a fight, and I do think they'll stay up with him. And uh, good, yeah, good luck to him. Really, really hope so. Um, Mr. Weaver saying strongest team from here on in. Um, those that put the effort in deserve to play four-two-three-one system. Um, same as Monday. Yes, pretty much the same team um, that we had Monday. But uh, yeah, this team is crying out for loser to start, mm. isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I was, I was very surprised why why, why he um, he didn't come on a lot earlier on Monday. But, you know, that might, fitness might have come into that because I think we only saw him for, what, 10 minutes? When um, when the ball came up, it was Bakuna, so loser for, hang on a minute, but... Give credit to Bakuna. He did what was required. You know, he was solid. Um, but I think this team this team just needs a loser just to dictate that midfield. I think, like, like I keep saying to everyone, if you win the midfield, but midfield battles, more often than not, you win a football match. It's the most important part of football pitch. And, and for us to win the midfield battle, we need loser in there. So hopefully he does get a start tomorrow. Yeah, and certainly that's testament to the next two games. Sheffield United, Preston at home. Uh, mm. Two very slightly different games, but two very, very tough teams, especially for midfield. And like you said, we've got to win those battles in midfield. Um, what's the score prediction tomorrow, mate? Pitch predictor, 2-1. Definitely, mate. I think a lot of people are going for a very tight um, tight win or possibly a one-all draw. Yeah, I'm going for a 2-1 as well. Um, Mr Weaver says that he will do well at Leeds. Um, Neil saying Potts says a lot. Marmite, you love them or hate them. Um, he's also said, uh, Mark's also said, yeah, that's what the owners of the, what uh, that is the owners of the club, I'm afraid. Stan's going for a nil-nil. Well done, mate. Cheers, fella. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's pretty much it, mate. Um, yeah, I'll, like I say, safe journey, mate. Uh, hopefully, hopefully bring back three points. I think the happy bus will be trending on um, Twitter as well. So we're looking out for their pictures. Um, I think bus one, I think. Uh Feel like Coney is getting a bit better now. He has played a few games. Yeah, quickly, mate. What's your thoughts on Coney in the last few games? That's what um, the old man has said. He seems yeah, to find well, it a little bit yeah, better. Like, like, like I said earlier, I can't remember if I said off camera or on here, but um, yeah, Coney. I think he was he was good on his debut in the cup against Reading, and then I thought in between that game and Monday he was sort of sort of um, disappearing from the game. But I thought on Monday he was very good, you know, getting the ball, driving forward in midfield, which is player we've been missing, really. But um, I think if you're choosing Kone or loser, you're edging towards loser. So, um, But if Kone starts ahead of loser, then, you know, I'm all for that because he, he played one Monday, so you, you play plays on form. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, absolutely, mate. But guys and girls, thank you ever so much for um, watching today. Yeah, we will get the. Um, I, th I think it's Mr. Hyle said, Where was the. Um, they played um, for both mm. 11, but I said, uh, Very, very busy today, Mr. Danny Iron was. So uh, we will be bringing it back um, mm. ASAP. We do promise that he will make it up to your Halsey. Um, Kusek saying we're too inconsistent at the moment. 2 um, 0 loss. Uh, 
could possibly happen, mate. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just remember, guys and girls, um, next two days, 8 p.m. starts or um for the for the pods. We've got the fans verdict tomorrow. Um, get all your opinions um from the game at Bramwell Lane and then TMA Sunday Night Live where you choose the topics. We will discuss them. Um, that's Sunday night. Um, once again, 8 p.m. So um, yeah, thank you ever so much. Uh Danny, mate, any final words before we shoot off? Come on, you ones. <laughs>